Hello, everybody. Thank you for coming and watching another 10-Minute Tuesday. I'm Joey. This is Cal. Don't talk. I'm Joey. So, I want to talk to you about this week's 10-Minute Tuesday. <laughs> I want to talk to you about this week's 10-Minute Tuesday. We get asked so much about how to set your decoys. So, we're going to separate it out from water hunting for ducks and field hunting for geese. Okay? You ready? I've been ready. You ready? Yeah. Bruh, you ready? <laughs> yeah. All right. <clears throat> Here's the deal. Don't think too much about it. All you really need to think about is how many geese are there for field hunting, right? How many geese are there, and how can I make this as inviting for them as possible? Give them landing zones. Give them a place to land, right? So if I have out a big W spread, say I have five dozen decoys out there, and I have like a, a loosely set, W. Everyone loves to set a letter of the alphabet. I think it's because they have a hard time I think it's figuring just an out. easy way to comprehend what it should look like. Sure. Yeah, maybe it's just so you can explain it to people. Yeah. Right? It's a J, a W, a U. I've even seen an S, you know, very loosely spread out. But just give yourself a landing zone where you want the geese to, to land and then expect them not to land there. Because... Every time I make landing zones for birds, they land with the tightest clump decoys. Mm -hmm. So take that into effect. The reason why I hate getting this question so much is because there are so many damn variables. What's the weather like? What part of the country are you hunting in? Um, is this field pressured or not? Is it traffic? Is it a feed? You is know? it a loaf? Is it a loaf? You know, there's so many different variables. Are ducks and geese feeding in it? Yep. I don't know. How many birds are in it? Already, how many right. birds were? How many you guys you hunt? Yep. How many guys you hunt? What's your hide? How should you spread the decoy spread? Yeah. There are so <laughs> many damn right, variables. So let's go through a few like universal truths though. Number one, how many decoys are in the field when you scout it? Okay, that's a great indicator of how many decoys you might want to set if you're well, hunting in this field. Hopefully, there's no decoys <laughs> in the field when you're <laughs> scouting. How it. many geese? How many birds? <laughs> you know what I mean? How many birds are in the field when you scout it? Right. Don't set a spread with a hundred birds, a hundred decoys for a field that's got 500 birds in it. You know, don't set a spread with 500 birds in it. Don't spread a don't set a 2000 bird spread. Okay? Just I mean, be realistic. Some, some people would argue that I it know. makes it more comfortable for them, makes Maybe. it more inviting. But if those birds know how many birds are in their area and they just get up off the roost that all the other birds are using and they fly to your field, dude, pretty good chance it's not like realistic for them to see that many birds in that field. Okay? So, that's pretty that's a pretty universal truth. When you scout, take an account of how many birds there are. Try to mimic it. Yeah. Another thing to do, I think that a reason that like a W or even like an S spread works kind of well is because you actually sort of offer, if you do it right, you can offer landing zones that are A, both clumped and B, open in certain spots too. And you might have the opportunity then to shoot those birds, whether they land into the upswing of that w where there's a lot more decoys or just to the right of that where there's a more open area right depending on how you set that spread mm -hmm. okay so if you give yourself some options that's an easy thing to do when you're setting that spread that could be beneficial to you right if you have a landing zone that's like 60 yards wide straight in front of you and they don't want to use that landing zone you've kind of fucked yourself you know if you can set that area of clump decoys, maybe at the 30 yard mark on the edge of your spread, you know, um, or near your, near your blind, I mean, and then as that hooks back to the right, it's more open there. You offer them an opportunity. If they land at 30 yards, you can still shoot them. 
So that's a pretty easy thing to do. Um, <laughs> but like Joey said, you do want to create landing zones. Don't don't have your thing like like an S, like when they make, you know, what is that, crop crop circles? Yeah. Don't make it look like that. And when he says loosely, right, he's talking about it being a very rough idea of the letter. It's yeah. not like you're tracing out an S or a W in yeah, the field. you're not sending out an SOS to an airplane. Correct. You know, like don't do that. Yep. But it's a... Uh, like me personally, I don't really like having all my decoys 30 yards out for me just because I want them to land closer than that because I'm always worried about birds scooting out past your decoys or landing short. I don't know why I said scooting past, but like I, if they land short of you, now you're shooting them at 45 yards, which is more of a harder shot to take, and then you're going to have cripples, and then you're going to waste time chasing birds. So That said, there's a big difference too though with how close your decoys are to you in my opinion, whether you're hunting a field edge or you're hunting in the middle of a field, right? Because if you're hunting on a field edge, it's not that realistic that birds are going to be 10 yards off the field edge. Okay? For multiple different reasons, but those birds are trying to be in the middle of that field because number one of the main reasons is they want protection right? They, they don't want to be near field edge where a coyote or something can be hiding and walking through that tall grass and pop out and grab them. Wah. So if you're hunting in the middle of a field, your decoys can be a lot closer. You should, you could damn near be in the decoys. Obviously, if you're on a field edge, I like to give at least 20 yards of space between me and the decoys. Yeah. And so preference, but for fields depends on time of year, time of day, the weather, the type of field that you're hunting, type of bird that you're hunting. What about water? Let's talk about duck decoys on water. Water is way easier. Yeah, 100%. Like incredibly easier because you could literally throw out four and shoot birds. Number one spread I see on water is a J-hook. You know, work it with the wind. Birds land into a stopper. Doesn't work that often. Sometimes birds just do whatever they want anyway. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I feel like some of the time when we go out, there's not a big rhyme or reason to stuff we're throwing out. You know, you're just putting decoys in that water, put them in little clumps, give a little landing area, a little space here and there, a couple right. pockets. Well, I mean, with water, you can have a jerk string too, yep. which helps a lot. And it takes their attention away from you, puts it on the water. And so that helps quite a bit. But I, even like large winds, I love putting a stopper. I'm glad you said that because I could not think of the word. But you put a big clump at the end, and that's where you are anticipating that the birds are going to land because they can't really jump over and pass that. Yep. And so, yeah, I, I love making a stopper. But also, like, you can make lanes with your decoys, yep. depending if you're shooting divers and puddlers. That makes a huge difference, you know? Yeah, if you're using, like, a crosswind to your advantage on a point or something and you have a couple of like a string of decoys and then there's a little bit of space and then maybe another small line of decoys like joey's saying that's what a lane might be so those birds are going to come down that chute as they come down with the wind land into one of those little lanes quote unquote and say you're hunting a point there's obviously going to be a spot where it's not as windy and so like you think about it that's where you want your that's where a bird would want to be is to get out of the wind so they can dabble in the water and eat be social whatever but at the same time put all of your decoys there then the birds have nowhere to land in the cool calm water and they're going to be fighting the wind so they're not really resting you know so i suggest putting some in the calm water some out in the wind 
So it looks like they're moving mm-hmm. and doing everything. So there's a bunch of different ways. You can have your lucky duck down at the bottom, but you usually put your lucky ducks where you want the birds to land. Yeah. Another thing I would say, too, that can be really helpful, and it depends on, I think it depends on the situation. Joey might disagree with me, I guess, but um, on water, you can definitely use Canada goose decoys when you're hunting ducks without an issue. Most of the time in a field, you can use Canada goose decoys if you're hunting for mallards in a field, too. Only Canada goose decoys in a spinner. Yeah. You can. No, it's like and the most common. We've definitely also seen times, though, like this past year in North Dakota, where it was like a switch. I mean, we pulled a bunch of Canada decoys. We pulled all the snows for sure. And those snow decoys, dude, pulling those snow decoys, that made all the difference in the world for those mallards. And there were snows so in that area, dude. Like we could have been hunting snows. And all the ducks were landing with the snows. Yeah, they so were all just, landing. We, we had it was a, weird. an immense trial and error huh. trying to kill those mallards. It was insane. Yeah, me and Joey were going back and forth about what we were pulling or not, and we ended up pulling all these snow decoys and a bunch of the Canadas too, and then it was like it was like a switch, man. Like the the birds were willing to do it. Like Ben Bredigan came all the way from yeah. southern Minnesota to hunt in North Dakota, and he's like, can I bring anything? I was like, bring snow goose decoys, and he's yeah. like, cool. We set them up that next morning, mm-hmm. and nothing wanted to work. Took out the snow goose decoys. Everything wanted to work. It's like, oh, thanks for bringing all that shit all the way thanks here for, for us to not trailer here for us to not need yeah it. thanks for bringing that so we didn't actually need it it's pretty cool yeah you know so at the end of the day it's a bunch of trial and error just get out there and hunt as much as you can and figure it out based on the conditions that you're in the hunts that i've been on it's just field hunting geese and ducks is just a crapshoot this one group we had our blinds in a line here behind us for about 50 yards was 10 12 dozen decoys all that was in front of us was like three spinners and they shot a 10 man of mallards. Yeah. It's just, yep. yeah. on top of that, they, there was also like five or six person of geese, I believe it just anything works. And then they tried that the next day, zero birds. Yeah. 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 It totally depends, man. Every situation is different. Don't, don't ever get into a situation where you say it can't be that it could, it could, it could be that. Mm-hmm. I was the guy with the snow goose decoys. I'm like, no, we just spent an hour putting these things yeah. out. I'm not taking them down right away. And we did because I got outnumbered and and it worked. Yeah, so, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. You have no idea. It's annoying. And we could have pulled all those decoys and then it would have literally just been snow geese the whole afternoon and Joe would have been like, look, <laughs> too mm-hmm. dumb. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it just it's just luck of the draw, man. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But, yeah, just keep hunting. But yeah, hopefully that helped you guys out today. Thanks for listening to this week's 10-Minute Tuesday. Appreciate it, guys. We'll see you soon.